I'm going to start us off. Ready? Uh, episode 100. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, shit. This is episode 100? Yeah. There we go. That's the start. 100. <laughs> 100. Wow. What do All you right. think about that? Um. Oh, did we start already? Because yeah, I, 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 tri- I tripped over everything before we even started. All right. You want to start again? No? Okay. No. I got a nice oh shit opening there. Oh, shit. Episode 100. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that could be starting point there. Yeah, you snuck one in there with uh, Otwell and Star Wars and nonsense. And... Ah, that's right. Uh, Did you see Star Wars? I have not seen any Star what? Wars except for the first Star Wars and... You're ridiculous. Whatever 1970 year came out. <laughs> um, you weren't even born. But okay. Well, yeah. I saw it later. And I fell asleep. It was one of the two films I fell asleep during. And I'm a big sci-fi this is inside. I'm not. I'm not doing this conversation. This is. <laughs> We've ter- had this conversation. This, Star Wars is terrible. Um, Star Wars is great. Uh, what's going on? Episode 100. Episode 100. We, we made. Anything, we don't have anything special planned because we forgot that it's episode 100. Not that uh, we, we would have planned re- something special anyway. But should we retire? Um, uh, no, we got we got sponsors to make. <laughs> we got listeners also. We talk <laughs> listeners. Oh, yeah, all right. They also um, want to hear us. I'm tired. Yeah. All right, what's going on? Tell me about you. First of all, all right, let's start at the beginning. You're now a twig man. What happened to the real Andre Butov? What? Where did you hide oh, Butov a, and I want him back? Thin, like twig, like thin? Yes, you're thin. You're very, um, very small. I'm, I'm actually not. It was a bad photo. Hold on, let me send, let me send you something. <laughs> it's going to be like some super stretched out version of you or something? No. In I, Photoshop? No, let me send you. I, 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 I I put up a, a Twitter thing. Please don't put this on it. But I put up. <laughs> you you put it on the internet. I put it up and I deleted it because it was super <laughs> embarrassing. It was my first uh, sort of like uh, uh, selfie vanity type of a thing. Yeah. Um, and it was super embarrassing because I'm not a a fourteen year old girl. But poor boy. Uh, I guess yeah. The boys do this now, you know. The selfies is the thing. It's not. It's not just a girl thing. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> I can't break 170 though, man. Cause like, uh, I, I do, I told you, like, I do, um, weightlifting and I do cardio. Yep. And the cardio, uh, needed to take priority, which it did. Uh, but then at some point around 170, 171, 72, something like that, the weightlifting started to kick in. And, um, like, it's, it's nice. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a treat when you walk in front of a mirror type of a thing. Like, uh, it's You're a, all beefy now, Bhutan. <laughs> Monster. You got the photo. It's interesting to see uh, a six-pack come in without you having to fake it by sucking in your gut. <laughs> um, I've never had that that's, before. That's um, a crazy transition. I mean, you transitioned here pretty fast. Like, it wasn't that long ago. Nine months, working. almost to the day so far. Yeah. yeah. You uh, go every day, though, still, right? Every day. You go every day or almost every day? Every day, two hours. But I can't drop the I can't drop below 170 because at some point that, that, that muscle mass flipped over and it started pulling in the opposite direction so now i don't know whether i should like because i want to do 160 i want to go down to 160 and i don't know whether i should mm. stop with the with the weights and go down to 160 and start up the weights again or if i should just like let it naturally because it's it's getting better like visually and energy wise and healthier and all that yeah. but by pure numbers it's not going down to 160 where i kind of arbitrarily wanted it to go down to so i don't know i i guess yeah, if i, mean, I talk I, to a doctor the doctor would just say let it sit where it's naturally sitting as long as you get it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's like a standard for somebody who's not really, you know, heavily working out. Like obviously when you're heavily working out, then you're going to, you're going to get heavier once you turn that corner. Right. I guess. So 
No, but the 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 impact of all of this is that I have no time for anything because like this is clearly eating up a big chunk of my day, and uh, uh, the kids, you know, Samantha is now getting older to where she's uh, exploring the house, and that means she doesn't want to be in one place. So you either have to carry her or you have to monitor her because she's not like she's not an independent lady yet, and she can't go out on her own and, and explore the house. So you gotta watch her because she'll start poking the dog and you know doing weird things that she wants to do. The trouble phase, yeah. And, uh, and so you, you basically have to be with her all the time, or hold her, or hold her, or at least sit near her all the time. So it's basically only work that's being done whenever the kids are asleep. So it's like nine to two in the morning, <laughs> and then like right. four in the morning if I'm woken up enough times that I don't. Like feel like going back because there's no point anymore because you gotta wake up at six or seven anyway type of mm-hmm. work. Um, so it's like I, there's nothing, and, and at the same time, I'm like right now four active clients. That's down from like six active clients. And I, I was able to get two done. Yeah. Um, That's still a lot. It's a lot, and uh, so like you know, DHH might be tweeting out that. Uh, on-premise slack is is not no good you have to sort of treat your whole team as if they're not there um and don't depend on them being on slack when you want them to be on slack but from my perspective if your uh deadlock uh, deadlock is not the right word if you're uh, uh bottlenecked on something that you need somebody's feedback on and you're working these odd four in the morning or, or nine night to two in the morning hours because they're the only hours you could work those people are not there. And if you're bottlenecked or whatever on something that you need their feedback on, you're losing a cycle, right? Because yeah. you either have to think ahead of time that you need to ask them something so that they'll answer it while you're not there, which in itself is sort of like not very efficient because now all of a sudden you have to have a separate stack of items that you need to keep track of that you got to send out earlier ahead of time before you might need them so that you get back to answers when you do need them and you could work on them. Or you lose a cycle because you ask something in line when you need it and those people are not there so they come back the next day so um it's definitely helpful when you're like i don't know if you guys are on premise or not if like you assume that the like like uh uh chris and chris and the other guys are going to be there when you when you need them or if you're like off off premise too or whatever whatever that terminology is now that's popular uh but it's definitely helpful when you work the hours that other people are working in your in the chat room together um, so between like the baby and the weird work hours and the gym, which is, it's kind of selfish to put that on the front burner, but you know, I, I set out to do something. I got to finish it up. So <laughs> that's on the front burner and, and the work, it's really like, um, I'm sort of, I don't do anything or go anywhere, but I'm booked solid at like 24 hours of, of stuff Crazy. to do. So I'm tired. So for example, or just now, just to schedule this thing, the listeners don't know, like it took us like a week to schedule this episode recording. <laughs> and... When I got back, I had to record it. I had to. Ch- I was back from the gym. I had to choose between shower and food. I chose shower, so now I'm hungry. So like <laughs> this, this recording clearly wasn't meant to fit into my day, but here it is. Um, so yeah. there's a lot to unpack in there. I, uh, first of all, I want to wrap up this gym thing. Are yeah. you are you gonna dial it back? Are you like are you gonna go into maintenance like maintain mode? Because you're at two hours a day, you're still in like bulking mode. So are you gonna main, are you gonna dial it to maintain uh, mode or, or no? I, I don't know. I figure I go a year. 
a year would be May, May 1st. When, uh, Samantha was born April 30th. So on May 1st, the day after she was born, I decided to do this. So <laughs> That's uh, crazy. I figure I'll go to May 1st and see where, where it's at. I should have taken a before shot. I haven't. Yeah. Um, People wouldn't believe you. You got to post the picture. You're you're a monster. You're like uh, Captain America. I'm not gonna post the picture. You're not. Tall I did. I posted America. it yesterday for like 15 minutes. And I got embarrassed and I took it down. Oh, this this picture. I did, I missed this one. Yeah, I only no. saw the other one with the picture frame. That I didn't really understand. Um, yeah, but no, I'm, there's no like end goal to this except for like, like I kind of wanted to reach my best shape, and I'm 40, and I'm not. I'm 38, and I'll be 39 mm. soon. But like, I'm already there. So I don't know where to stop. I don't want to like dial anything back because I'm scared of like I'm working as hard as I can. I'm stuck at 170. So like if I stop working as hard as I can, like dial it back up to 225 by accident. <laughs> well, if you dial back to like one hour though, you might actually lose weight again. Do you know what I mean? Like you might yeah, get maybe. in more in the middle ground of where you want to be potentially. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah. In terms of weight, but that's you know, different from muscle and all that. Now, did you come up with your own workout routine or are you following something? I sort of followed what I did in high school, which I'm sure is like outdated because like any industry probably, uh, you know, like, like progresses and new evolves yeah. and people think of new, better things of doing in the gym. But, um, and then I prune the stuff that I don't like. I'm much more in tuned, I think, with like when you're young, you just do shit and it hurts or it doesn't hurt, whatever, who cares? Right. But now, like, like stuff either hurts unnaturally, which I don't want to continue doing, or or stuff doesn't feel like it's doing anything. Like I'm more in tune with what's working and what's not working. So I just I put in something random to see if it works or not, and I keep it if I feel like it's working. I I prune it if it doesn't. But it's like my own stuff that I remember doing. It's nothing like weird, but I'm not hopping around like a monkey and <laughs> around the. <laughs> but you don't you don't have like an app you're following no. or some written no. thing you're taking with you or whatever. You're just kind of like. No, I, I do the stuff that I used to do. I do the weights until I can't, which comes out to be about an hour. Uh, and I do, it's basically three sets to exhaustion, mm. uh, which is like the only way I could do things. Cause I don't have like charts or medical knowledge or any knowledge right. of how to do it properly. But I know exhaustion is seems it's like a natural, a, it seems like a natural barrier. So I do three <laughs> sets till exhaustion. Uh, until I can't do it anymore, which always turns out to be about an hour, an hour, 15 minutes. And then I do uh, 65 minutes of cardio because the machine goes up to an hour plus five minutes cool down. So it's maximum. Wow. Uh, machine. Are you, oh, you're doing the like lift, uh, what's it called? Elliptical, elliptical, air yeah, stepper? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know I'd kill my knees if I do running. Plus I run yeah. like a penguin. <laughs> we talked about like my, my technique of running is like hilarious. People will be on the floor. Um, oh my goodness, that's a long, that's a long, that's a that's a full day. I feel I'm that's starting rough. to feel selfish because like now I have to like I don't do it on the weekends anymore. So that's dialing mm -hmm. back, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I would, but I can't like leave two babies and and my wife with the two babies and when she was little. When Sammy was little, she would just sleep and that would be easy. It's like one and a half babies, you know, if you're just gone for right. two hours or something. But two babies, one of them, they're both crazy and they're like, <laughs> they're like, you know, the oldest doesn't know what to do with the youngest yet as far as safety. Yeah. Uh, the dog doesn't know what to do with the youngest <laughs> because like they haven't had that confrontation thing yet. Like, like, yeah. 
they have to have like she has to poke him and he's like all right whatever that that thing has to happen <laughs> um and we don't let her poke him yet because like yeah uh because he's dirty <laughs> dogs are dirty <laughs> otherwise uh, aside from being dangerous uh, they're dirty they're filthy um, animal yeah um you know she's crawling around she needs to be monitored it's like it's a. Uh, i've been just thinking for, about, yeah go ahead i'm just gonna say for new listeners you actually don't have two babies. You have a baby, and you have a five-year-old, right? Five-year-old. I call them both babies, though. Right. <laughs> He's not a baby. He's a big boy. One's a big boy, and one's baby. So people are gonna think you have two little babies, but you okay. actually have yeah, one yes. little baby. We have a five-year-old and a, a nine-month-old. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And a dog. And a dog. How, who's how old? How old's the dog? Oh, I don't know. Like not too old. Right? Nine. Not old. Yeah, oh man, he's old. Jeez. He's marked a senior when you take him to the groomers. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, we're going to take a short break here to talk about our sponsor for the spring season of Bootstrapped. And I'm super happy uh, to announce that it's again Linode, um, who's been a huge supporter of the podcast. So thanks so much, Linode. Um, I have 14 servers on Linode. Andre has a bunch of servers there. Uh, anytime we need a server for a new project, a website, everything just gets its own server now on Linode. Um, and, and that's what we do. Plans start at just five bucks a month for a gig of RAM, which for almost everything we do is enough right there. And obviously go up to much larger sizes if you need it. Uh, they now have high memory plans starting at 16 gigs of RAM, 10 data centers all over the world, um, seven day money back guarantee, which is amazing. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen that elsewhere. Um, you know, Boots up in under a minute. Uh, they have hourly billing on all their plans and services, 24-7, 365 support, phone supports available. Um, you know, obviously all the sort of modern VM uh, control and things you'd want to do, Docker containers, encrypted disks, VPNs, they have everything now. Uh, it's all native SSD storage, super fast 40 gig uh, network, all modern Intel processors. Just really can't be beat. Um, and now they even have block storage uh, currently in Fremont and I think in Newark. Um, and they're going to be expanding that out uh, to all their data centers by the end of uh, spring. So one-stop shopping, everything you need at Linode for tiny side project all the way up to your full production needs. Um, just just an amazing service. I've been with them personally for, I don't even know, six, seven years. Um, so really highly recommend it. Uh, they did want me to mention that they also just came out with a new control panel. It's all, you know, cutting edge, uh, Ajaxy, React, all that good stuff, um, modernized design and everything. So you should definitely check that out at cloud.lino.com if you're already a customer. And uh Linode's come up with a great discount for all our Bootstrapped FM listeners, $20 credit, um, which is four free months, a third of a year at the $5 tier. So to get that credit, it's super easy. Just go to linode.com slash bootstrapped FM, all one word. Again, that's linode.com slash bootstrapped FM, all one word. And that will take you right to uh, the page on Linode where you can sign up and get that $20 credit. Um, so you have nothing to lose. You get $20 credit. You get money back guarantee. Um, you know, throw a side project up on there. Move a, a production server over to there. Try it out. Um, like I said, I have a ton of servers on Linode. Highly recommend them. They're giving you $20 to try it out for a third of a year. Give it a shot. 
and uh, let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your feedback on on our sponsors, um, but we really love them here at Bootstrapped. And uh, thanks again to Leonard. I've been uh, thinking, Jeffrey Way the other day sent out mm. uh, a tweet that sort of got me thinking. Uh, and he's like, we want somebody, we want a 10 hours a week web developer designer capped at like 10 hours. That's all I need it for, 10 hours a week. Yeah. And I'm like, that would be sweet. Like if I hired somebody like that, but I don't know where to stick them. Like I think they should go into Scribbleton because I have all this client work and I can't catch up on product work and I'm just doing client work. But then at the same time, what's 10 hours a week in development time it's going to do to Scribbleton? I don't know. Uh, 10 more hours than it gets right now? I guess. Yes, that's absolutely true because it's not getting And after any- a month, that's 40 hours. And after a year, that's 480 hours. So I'm considering that. Because it was making progress and then client work came in. And I'm thankful for the client work. It's great. I'll take it. I always prioritize client work over product work. But uh, Scribbleton was getting traction there. and I can't do anything on it now. Uh, you should definitely do that for the products. Because the products are like, um, there's just always something to do with it, right? So you there's you will never run out of 10 hours of work for somebody to do. Never, ever, ever. There's two hours worth of fe- two years worth of features that are waiting on Scribble. Exactly. So like you'll, you have infinite, just everything between like back office bull crap. First, like the product itself. First, they could do some kind of marketing stuff even like they can't do marketing marketing probably but you could have them do some like fixing up the website or whatever. like there's, all, there's so much stuff that can be done that you could definitely keep them employed infinitely at 10 hours a week and i, I like that model a lot like uh taylor who's also in the laravel world for people who don't know anyway his software business he him and another company matt stauffer's company mm-hmm. split a designer and they do it like uh in thirds, so the designer has one a one week to themselves, one week to Taylor's company, and one week to Matt's company, and they rotate like that, which I think is an interesting. That's interesting. I wonder if that designer, that accountant, is going to say that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a contract, I think, in terms of the legality of it. But okay. I, I like the uh, just the model. It's like you know, the designer wants like to do have time for their own stuff, but you know, needs a job and then you kind of get different things to work on. And neither of those two companies necessarily need like a full-time designer. So it's like a nice, and that's with a designer who I could see running out of stuff for a designer to do potentially, Mm -hmm. but a developer, I mean, you keep developer employed forever, 10 hours on just like one of your products. So so you should definitely do that. And I that's easier to outsource than I know you won't trust the consulting to to have an underling in the consulting wing. So you could if you outsource the product wing, yeah, and that's even easier to outsource anyway because it's like a stable code base and you know all about it, and so it's much simpler than dealing with a a client and getting them involved with the client and all that stuff. So I think that would be a good idea. I actually got uh, like a good response from somebody on Stack Overflow the other day uh, on a QT question. QT, cute, whatever, for Scribbleton. And uh, he's like top 1% or something. And I looked at him, he's like some student in some country. So I'm sure if I reach out to him, he'll probably be available for 10 hours a week or something. But it's just so weird. I haven't hired anybody since like, God, it's been 10 years since I hired somebody. Yeah, but the contractor's not like hiring anybody. It's nothing. It's like one contract. You can get off some generic contracting site or have a lawyer draw it up if you want to be more legal-ish about it. And that's it. Like they sign it and you're done. Maybe an NDA or something, but it's, it's like super simple. It's not anything like hiring an employee, which is full of all kinds of terribleness. 
Last time I heard it, last time I heard a developer, uh, we were doing uh, Blackberry apps and I was like dead behind on all of these apps and stuff. We were doing snippets, which is like a, a, a clipboard manager for Blackberry. Um, and we did snippets and I'm like, I don't have any time to work on this. And it's half done. I'm going to hire somebody on this. And I hired somebody on it for like a week until I'm like, this is not working out. <laughs> I'll I'll do it myself, and I did it myself. And then the day I released snippets, and the following day they released snippets with a different name. It's like same really? exact, yeah, same That's exact crazy. name. None of them sold anything, so I don't care. But yeah, it leaves a bad That's taste. So messed up. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why you gotta have the contract. See, that's why the contracts are useful. That's not enforceable. You go somewhere. You're gonna go enforce is. a contract from somebody from some other country or something. I mean, I guess it depends where they are. If they're like way off the grid or something, but. If it blows up into some huge thing, you're gonna to want to have a contract. Yeah, Scribbleton is in a Scribbleton is in a like the code is not gonna make or break Scribbleton. Scribbleton is in a customer space now where it's growing a customer base who wants Scribbleton, not who like will jump to ship to something else just because it's cheaper or available or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean most of the time I don't think this is really an issue, of course, but you want to make sure you need a contract because you need to make sure that your the company owns all the code and stuff. I mean, you need a contract. Yeah. I wouldn't do it without a contract. But <laughs> yes, something you might want to sell snippets to somebody, and they're going to be like, "Well, this other guy wrote all his code, and you can't prove that he was doing it like for money for you." And ah, good you know, point. And then they're going to be like, "We can't buy this from you because we, you don't own all this code, or we don't know for sure you own it all." So yeah, good point. That's where you got to cover your butt there a little bit. So that's me. I'm busy, sort of doing a lot and not not a lot at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I submitted like I submitted like four talks to peers. Okay. Uh, what are the topics? I don't remember. Are these uh, uh, they're in Trello consultancy somewhere. talks? Are these, oh, uh, I put in uh, I put in a bunch of business and a bunch of tech. I I think two and two. I think two business, two tech. I, I, the, the, the tech talks came easier, uh, but I kind of want to do a business talk for peers because the business room is bigger and it seems yeah. it is bigger. Probably. Go it's more, it was it's bigger a, in somewhat, Philly. In Philly was bigger. It's a somewhat more businessy crowd overall. Yeah. I feel like I'd be happier doing a business talk at peers, or at least I want to try business because i already gave a tech talk so i want to do a business i'm going to be there it's in austin this year everybody should go check it out peersconf peersconf.com um i hope i get accepted i don't know i'll, I'll i mean i'll definitely definitely i'll definitely probably maybe go if it, <laughs> <laughs> uh it's cutting it very close because sammy's first birthday and the peers ends like a day or two before that so, i mean it's just mm. an airplane, right? But like, I contemplated driving there. No, I have to no. admit, I thought about it. I no. thought about it. My wife laughed at me. I stopped thinking about it. Thank God, somebody over there <laughs> has some sense. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna this $250 plane ticket. I'm gonna avoid that with a two-day drive across the country for $400 in gas and I have five days of travel time. I haven't flown since 1987. It's nothing. You Once you get it back me. into the fold, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. I, I, I fly all over now. Flying's great. It's like, so, you know, it's, it's a million times more safer than getting in your car. It's literally millions of times safer than your car. I know. Uh, I mean, I heard, but. <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. You just, you get all, you're there, you go up in the air and then you land. And you know what's better? Let me tell you, 
I mean, I flew a lot when I was in my like early 20s and not a lot compared to some people, but, you know, fairly often. And they do something. There's some better radar or something now because I was in turbulence all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember always being in turbulence. And I, I mean, I'm, when you're never in turbulence now. I haven't taken a plane ride with any kind of significant turbulence other than um, one plane ride in the last like five years, I'd say, had some quasi bad turbulence so, and not no other ones every every other one plane i've been on something like super smooth not i feel like one, i gotta one. clarify it's not like i'm not scared of the flight okay. the takeoff doesn't scare me okay. the turbulence doesn't scare me mm-hmm. i don't like the like the whatever x percent chance that like i won't see sammy grow up like that bothers me and somehow driving that doesn't bother me yeah, but that, that's my exact point, is you're you're much more likely to die on that cross-country trip in your car than in a plane. Right, I get you. So if that's your fear, you're being irrational, and you're greatly increasing the likelihood that what you don't want to happen will happen by driving, especially that far. Okay, all right. But if you fly, there's no chance that that happens, at least that's on that That's not show. true. I mean, there's like almost no chance. Last year, I just saw a thing. Last year was uh, the first year there was no major plane crashes at all of major uh, carriers, I Mm -hmm. I believe, in the world. And then most years, you know, there's like one random one or whatever. Of all the flights. So you're saying they're past due. Well, there you go. You're past due for a huge car wreck, too. See? That's it. No, you'll be fine. It's going to be fine. It's way Well, I don't know if I'm going. I don't know if I'm going yet. You got to go. I'm going to be there. And I'm, I'm on a panel. So it's okay. a little bit different. But me and Jamie are both going. We're going husband and wife discussing husband and wife businessiness. That is interesting. So I, I'll, I'll watch that. Panel. That'll be interesting. But we're flying in. We're jet setting this whole thing. We're flying in. We're spending three days there uh, to like, I mean, we'll be at the conference some, but we're probably going to hang out some since it's our first time away from the kids together in like 12 years. So we'll probably explore Austin a little bit, be at the conference some. And then she's going to go home. I'm going to Vegas to <laughs> microconf, 10% microconf, 90% poker. And then you're going to come back and you go on vacation to Martha's Vineyard. Then I come back. And this though, this is all in May, you know, April, end of April, May. So then I do nothing for the while. Then Laracon US, it, we go to that in Chicago, which the whole, my whole family's going. We're going to see Hamilton in Chicago. It's going to be awesome. And go to Laracon US, hang out. All the user skate people are going to be there for that. And then right from that, fly back with everybody. And then Martha's Vineyard. I got to say, Lensman, you're getting dangerously close to that Seinfeld comedians and cars lifestyle you always wanted. <laughs> I don't know about that. Almost. That's, that's four months of leisure activities. Well, in between there, there's no leisure, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to have that whole four-month be leisure. You have but... to start dressing in uh, suits and sneakers. Right, right, right with a velvet suit. <laughs> uh, with a... Um, I, would like, uh, I would like to take all of August off. That's a goal I have. I don't know if it's going to happen. I mean, I'm going to be away, but I mean, the first part of it, well, that, that's in July, the, Chicago. Then we're going to Martha's Vineyard for the first week of August, and then I'm around. But I would like to take all of August off. I don't know if it's going to happen. That's my goal. Nice. Nice. I approve. So what's going right, on? Now. Well, now that we, we got, got a whole bunch of scheduled. stuff happening. I heard you Listen, invested in something. I saw. Hold on. Okay. Relax. I'm jumping the gun. Okay. We're going to wrap this up here. 
We're oh, gonna save that for we're next saving time. it. Okay. We're going to save. And then next time it's going to be all about me. <laughs> this one's all about you. Next one's going to be all Sounds about me. Good. Episode 100, all about Bhutan. Episode 101. All about Bhutan. <laughs> There's the title, baby. That is so perfect for the 100th episode. Too. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, okay. All right. Thanks to Linode. Thanks to listeners. Thanks to Butov. We'll see you at uh, episode 101 next week. Thank you. Bye-bye.